Hello and welcome to the Daily Action Podcast, where we scour the sports universe and make picks on the most exciting events of the day. It is Thursday, the 24th of September. It is an NFL Thursday. Um, We are going to recap the NHL game, the Stanley Cup Finals game we watched last night. We're going to talk about basketball. I am joined by my co-host, Alex, and uh, back with special guest, Brian, who knows all things NHL. Um, I don't know about you guys. I do know about you, Brian. I don't know about you, Alex, but I watched that entire Stanley Cup game last night, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, like, it was a little bit more of a one-sided game than you're probably hoping for. But I was like I was saying last last uh, time we talked yesterday, like if when Tampa gets going, they just they swallow you up. There's not a whole lot you could do, and um, it was it was really cool. Steven Stamkos, the captain of the Lightning, came back, and he only played three minutes the entire game, but a minute into his first shift, he scores on an angle that he's got no right to score on. That was just a stupid good shot. Um, so yeah, he's clearly still banged up, but one emotional lift for the Bolts, and they uh, they came out with a big performance, and uh, yeah, got a looks like. They kind of stamped their authority uh, last game, and we'll see where the series goes from here. So I took your advice, and I, I sat there and literally was watching the game, and I was looking for a couple of cues, right? So obviously I was watching our guy number 91, uh, Tyler uh, Seguin, to score, and you sent out that you sent out that follow-up. He was, what, like a centimeter? <laughs> like he just he just missed the clock. He missed it like a, a clearly an open net yeah. dish from, from your guy. Uh, and, and so I was keeping an eye on that. And then the other thing I was watching was the, was, was, is Tampa Bay, um, coming out firing. Right. And so you're talking about two, one end of the first period. I opened up the live lines and I saw that it was plus one sixty. uh, Tampa Bay giving two and a half as a live line. And so I took that. Um, and I mean, I just, like that, that to me was was exactly what you were talking about. If they're going to win, they're not going to win by one. They're not going to win by two. They're probably going to win by three or more. Um, with a final score of five two, it covered. So I I enjoyed it. Like that was I, I followed the theme, and there were a couple of close shots, which I think hockey is just you're always going to have. But but it felt like a pretty strategic play. Yeah, I mean, um, they dominated early on and, and, um, and then even like they, towards the end of the first period when Dallas seemed to be finding a stride and getting some shots on net, like you could see, I think for the past two games, the top line for Tampa, which is a uh, point Kucherov and Andre Palat, I think they've got like a, like a 90% expected goal rate, which means like on ice based on analytics, 90% of the time they're scoring only 10% of the time Dallas is scoring. Like they're just dominating right now. And uh, it continued and even progressed from that further as the, as the game went on. So, yeah, one, if Tampa's like that and when Tampa's going, especially when they get a boost like, like Stamco's coming back, even if he's, you know, not all the way uh, – not playing his normal game, not playing his normal ice time. Um, yeah, there was just – I'm glad that hit for you. There was just nothing – there was nothing I think Dallas was going to be able to do last night. And like you said, they've got those guys. They've got Pavelski and Perry and, and Jimmy Ben and all those guys that have been in plenty of playoff series before and – they can always make it interesting towards the end of games like we saw earlier in the series, but Tampa was just flying last night. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch, and it being the first NHL playoffs game that I'd watched, it was a little weird without fans. Mm. Um, it was like a, it was a little uh, it was a little eerie, just yeah. like hearing the, the skates and, and the stick and like all the, you know, just kind of like the grunts and stuff like that. It wasn't um, – it was a very different experience than watching an NBA game. Um, 
Speaking of NBA games, uh, we had a really fun one last night in the Celtics Heat. Um, one of the picks that, that I made on that game was the Heat scoring over 104 and a half. That covered. Um, they were winning. They were winning all game. They, you know, I think I, I opened it up. Uh, it was 18-18 in the first quarter, and from then on, the Heat never gave up the the lead. Uh, is that because of 37 points from Tyler Hero? Probably. Uh, but what else did you see in that game, Alex? Yeah, I mean, Tyler Hero is unbelievable. I mean, I texted you guys last night after the game saying this guy's incredible. Got a few emphasize out of that. I think Brian did. Um, yeah, I mean, the Heat are a good team. They're deep. They have some good veterans in Jay Crowder, Igadawa, obviously Jimmy Butler. Our guy Bam is just a beast. We took him last night over 14 and a half points. He scored 20. Obviously, we, we wish we took the hero, the hero line. That would have hit in probably the first or second quarter there. But yeah, I think they're going to win this series. And I, I'd be a little worried about your uh, going to seven bet that you said yesterday on the podcast. I hope it happens. I always love a game seven. Best two words in sports. But I, I think this Heat team's on a mission. And uh, they're on a collision course with the Lakers. Going to be in the finals. Yeah, I, I think you – so I, I didn't end up going the the seven bet last night. Um, just after all the discussion that we had with Brian on the NHL, I was like, maybe let's just give it one more game uh, and see what we get out of this thing because there there were just too many variables. Watch that game last night. I don't know if the Celtics are going to win another game. It felt very deflating uh, if you're a Celtics fan. And I think if there's a – you know, there, there was – in the pre before the playoffs, when we were just kind of in bubble play, I think Booker was like the coolest guy out there. He was doing everything. He was just like making a name for himself. I think that's Jimmy Butler now. Dude's got his coffee shop. Um, you listen to his interviews. He is just like zoned in. Um, I think he feels like the leader that that he has always kind of like needed and and wanted to be. Uh, I want him on my team over pretty much anybody except for AD right now. Um, so I, I, I mean, let's go heat, like, let's, let's close this out and see if they can, let's see if they can win a game or two against the Lakers. Um, all right. So what else you want to recap anything else you had last night? Uh, Alex and yeah, Brian? I had a uh, parlay of the Yankees and the, the twins, the Yankees, uh, couldn't get it done. They got absolutely destroyed. The twins won, but doesn't matter. Parlay. You need both to hit. Didn't happen. And then uh, we had Bam out of bio over 14 and a half. I doubled up on that with the units, so profitable night. Um, looking forward to uh, tonight. Big slate of games, and I think I have some uh, some solid picks here. All right, great. How about you, Brian? Yeah, so I uh, I said last night for the game, um, watch out for um, for Tampa's big guys. If Samkos comes back, I didn't actually believe Samkos would come back, and sure enough, he played only three minutes, I think, but. Uh, that top line for Tampa, I think all had point nights. I think Kush and Pilat all had goals, and, and I think Point had a goal too. And um, so that'll be obviously that's you know pretty easy to take every game. That's a pretty big scoring line, and you could bet on them to have point nights most times. Um, the other one I said was Tyler Sagan, didn't hit. I was gonna, I was recommending that uh, if he scores once, take him to score again because as you saw last night, like it's just it's not it's not working for him right now. The puck jumped over a stick on a wide open net, and that's just how it goes when you're a shooter in the league sometimes. Um, when you're hot, you're hot. And when you're not, it hurts sometimes. And yeah, it was so close to, uh, being able to hop on that one as well. But unfortunately he, 
got a bouncing puck and wasn't able to put it in. So I still think that's something to watch the rest of the series, regardless of the game outcomes, is watch Sagan. Because um, I still believe once he breaks out of this just horrific slump, um, he'll get on the board a couple times. But, yeah, unfortunately didn't hit last night. Yeah. Uh, and then I, my other pick last night was the Celtics money line. Um, I thought they would win. I, I guess the the play there was was probably smarter to take the Heat at three and a half, um, just because you know the Celtics could have won, but the Heat ended up winning outright. All right, let's talk about tonight. Tonight, um, it's just it's so crazy, right? Like, what is it? September twenty fourth. It's a Thursday, and we've got NFL football, and we've got the Lakers um, playing the Nuggets in a you know in a, a conference final. Um, I'm pretty amped up about the football game tonight. Uh, you've got the you've got the the battle of the the facial hair, I guess you could say. It's the mustache versus the beard, and Fitzpatrick versus uh, Minshew. Really, it's it's actually old versus young. <laughs> a 37 year old quarterback in Fitzpatrick and a and a what 24 year old quarterback in Minshew. Um, I was looking at those games, and uh, I think what what we're seeing out of the Dolphins, they've had a couple of really tough weeks, right? Like they, they started against the Cam Newton Patriots that you had no idea what to do with. Um, and then they pay, they played the the Bills last weekend. And I think the Bills are, are one of the better teams in the league this year. Uh, their next games are after the Jaguars, they've got the Seahawks, they've got the 49ers, the Broncos, the Chargers, the Rams, the Cardinals, and then they've got the Jets basically two weeks in a row with a bye week in between. Um, if the Dolphins don't win tonight, they they could beat the Broncos. Um, but if the Dolphins don't win tonight, they will be 0-5, assuming that 49ers team is, is able to, to win with all the in- injuries on their roster. So uh, with Fitzpatrick probably looking at this calendar and knowing that if he's got any chance at winning these games, it's going to be momentum driven, right? And that's really his experience more than anything else. Um, my play tonight is on the Dolphins money line, which is plus 138. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at the Dolphins coming in and winning this football game. You guys take a look at this one. Anybody have a pick on this? I, I have a prop bet in, in that game, so I'll, I'll get there when you're done. I mean, that's that's my pick on that game. You guys go ahead. What do you uh, – Yeah, I mean, first of all, I, I'm impressed you brought your stuff today. You did some research. Uh, so, I think you convinced me to take the off there. Um, but, yeah, my first pick in this game, and then I'll, I'll get back to some player uh, props to score a touchdown since I've been pretty hot with those this year. My first pick is Mike Jacecki, the tight end for the Dolphins. Over 48 and a half yards receiving. Jacksonville is brutal against tight ends, last in the league. Um, I think they've given up like 196 yards in two games. And Jacecki is the leading uh, leading guy on the Dolphins in targets this year, 16. So I think he'll he'll get over that number. So give me Jacecki over 40 and a half yards tonight. Yeah, I actually uh, – I was with you on that one. The one I had was 52 and a half, but I'm still taking the over on that. Um, uh, in week one, uh, Jacksonville allowed almost 70 yards to the Colts tight ends and – um, allowed 84 in week two and um, just like he's coming off a big week last week and uh, I'm with you on that bet I'm taking that one tonight cool nice I like that that'd be a fun parlay if you can do it um all right great uh and then my my other pick tonight um is in that that Lakers Nuggets game 
So I don't want to pick an outcome. I really don't know what to, to take out of this. I've just honestly been basing this on, on stats more than anything else. Um, one of the, the things that I've been tracking is, is Caldwell Pope. Um, he's scoring 10, 11 points pretty much every game. And if, if it's not, you know, it's, it's either AD or it's LeBron putting up big numbers and then Caldwell Pope's putting up pretty much a consistent line right there. He is even money to score over nine and a half tonight. Um, I'm taking that. I'm taking Caldwell Pope over nine and a half points tonight. I think if he gets a couple of touches early, uh, he's kind of a forgotten guy sometimes when the defense has to focus on all those other big dudes. Um, and so I think he's, I think he's scoring points. He could go for 10, 11, 12, 13. I don't, I don't really care as long as it's more than nine and a half. Um, so that's, that's my take, uh, on, on that game tonight. You guys touching it at all? I'm going to stay away tonight. I mean, I'm still kind of very amped up that I got the Nuggets money line right last game. So I'm just going to let it ride another day and then I'll, I'll be back at it, uh, you know, for the next one. Got it. What about you? So, Brian, you got, what else do you have? Uh, what else are you looking at tonight? Any other picks? Uh, honestly, not really. Uh, the Jaseki one was the one I was really on tonight. Um, I mean, like, uh, I'm, I'm kind of with, with Alex on this one. I'm, I'm defaulting to him. He's much more of an NBA guy than I am. And, um, I mean, we'll see what happens. I still think, like the rest of us, the Lakers end up taking a series. And, um, but as far as the NBA goes, um, I'm, I'm not on anything tonight. Got it. Okay. And then um, what else do you have tonight, Alex? Yeah, so I'll actually uh, – there's a college football game on tonight, ESPN 730. So I'm all over this game, UAB at South Alabama. Both teams are coming off a bye. They're both one and one. Both teams are a little banged up on the offensive side of the ball. They will, They both will be starting backup quarterbacks. UAB is set to start Bryson Lucero, first college start as a redshirt freshman. But he's played this year, and I like that. I think that's going to give UAB an edge. And they also have an amazing running back um, in Spencer Brown, who's just been dominant on the ground. They also, their defense, which is a little worrisome to me, has allowed 33 points a game. But they do have a few NFL talent guys on that defense. Jordan Smith, Christopher Mole, and cornerback Bronte Harris. So I think that's going to be the difference in the game. I think they'll be able to control the clock with Spencer Brown. And I, I like UAB minus six and a half tonight over South Alabama. I have it a 38-21 win for UAB. So that'll be an interesting game. Maybe put on the side TV since we have, you know, some other stuff to watch tonight. I like it. Um, you getting in on any college football this weekend, Brian? Uh, well, the one I want to get in on is, uh, is uh, where my loyalties lie with South Carolina and Tennessee, but that might be the biggest toss up of the entire SEC season, or at least this first opening weekend. I think, I think Tennessee's right now a three point favorite. And, uh, like, I'd be tempted to take uh, Carolina on that because Tennessee's just been riddled with COVID issues. I think they were they were missing 34 guys as recently as last week. And um, Jeremy Pruitt said that the first couple weeks of the season will be much like a camp for them. So we don't really know what to expect from Tennessee. Um, the one thing they have going for them is, is a lot of continuity in the coaching staff and the offensive line is going to be one of the best in the country. But, uh, I like, you'd, I'd want to say South Carolina, but I also know there's probably some subconscious bias in that. And, Carolina comes in with a new offensive coordinator, Mike Bobo, a new quarterback in Colin Hill. They don't really have a lot of perimeter talent, so I'm not confident enough to to put any money on, on Carolina right now, but, man, that's going to be just overall, like, it is tempting. Like, 
Tennessee by three is, is is tempting to put on the Gamecocks. And they showed last year against Georgia they can steal a win. So we'll see what happens to that game if I if I change my mind and throw some on it. But as of right now, that's the one I'm really looking at. I like it. I um, you know, we're gonna we don't we don't do too much college football um on this podcast because tomorrow is a little bit of of an NFL focus. But if there's anything I'm looking at this weekend, uh, it's this Kansas State Oklahoma game. Oklahoma's giving what twenty six and a half. Um, I think is where the line was last time twenty seven and a half. Uh, Kansas State lost to Arkansas State in the first game. Um, this is a great opportunity for even though it's a it's a Kansas State team who you know hasn't proven much. It's still a good name for Oklahoma to get in there and beat them forty five to three. Uh, so that's what I'm going to be looking at. Um, I think Oklahoma wins that game uh, convincingly. It's a couple days out. I could change my mind if I read up some things, but that's I'm, if, if I had to put an early one in, I think that line is going to to move with the money, and it probably ends up closer to like 30 or 30 and a half. Um, so thank you guys, Brian. Uh, let's let's keep having you on through through the rest of the Stanley Cup, which only <laughs> might be a few less games than we thought after that game tonight. What's up, Alex? Yeah, just want to have a few fun prop bets for the game tonight. Um, in the Dolphins, oh, nice. anytime touchdown scores. I've been pretty good with these so far this year. I like Devontae Parker, plus 150 to get in the end zone. I like Keelan Cole. I got in at plus 350. He's now plus 190 to score. Maybe someone knows something, but uh, that's interesting how it shifted so much. And then Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick to get in the end zone at plus 450. And then my long shot tonight, James O'Shaughnessy, tight end for the Jaguars, plus 1,000. So between those four guys, I like two or three of them to get in the end zone. And we'll, we'll, we'll be very profitable there. So good, good luck with those if you take them. Nice. I think I'm going to take Jacecki as the uh, the first touchdown to score. I think if he's coming down the field, it's plus a thousand. Um, you know, a nice 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 little sprinkle. Have a little fun with it. Then I'm set for the rest of the game, and I'm sure I'll blow all of that by the end of the first half. <laughs> um, cool. Well, thank you guys. Uh, this has been fun. Good luck tonight. Enjoy the sports, and we'll we'll recap it tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to dive into. Um, we're going to dive into the NFL, so so come prepared. All right? All right. Sounds good. Good luck. See you.